I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 552, Fantasy Island. Ooh. Okay, so, well, well I'll get into it. I'll get into it. <laughs> so, uh, no, I guess this, is, um, this is Blumhouse's Fantasy Island. That is right. Blumhouse's Front and center. Fantasy Island. They love to put one. that on there. They don't do that very often, though. It's only when they're bad. I don't know. Like because they're trying to drum up business. Remember, Blumhouse is truth or dare. Oh, it was on the front of that. Yeah, you're starting to see it. Also with the same with the same. But I right. But I feel like the ones that it wasn't Blumhouse's Halloween. No, I don't think because it it didn't need to be. I guess that's That's what I'm saying. I feel like Blumhouse's they put the name in the title. Because you know what Blumhouse That's is, I think when you see that, it's a sign that oh, this is a little help. Yikes! Yeah. <laughs> so I guess let's go around the title and everyone the title? go around the title. Ah, I'm still getting over things. <laughs> I guess let's uh, go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Jim. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Quick, shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can uh, st- stay in contact with us throughout the week via Facebook at facebook.com slash real spoilers. While you're there, you like the page, you join the group, which is called the League of Show Sharers. And, uh, of course, our Patreon, patreon.com slash real spoilers, where for five bucks a month you get all sorts of bonus content and you help us out, which is helpful. Very helpful. And so. if you want to stay in contact with Joe, his cell phone number is... 314-497. No. <laughs> so, uh, all you have to do is figure out four <laughs> other digits. What is that? That's nine times nine times nine times nine. Yeah, so, go for it. Yeah. If you, if you figure it out, right? feel free. Yeah. <laughs> I will absolutely answer that text. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah. Hello, is this Joe? Zero, zero, 002. Hello, is this Joe? <laughs> zero, zero, 003. Hello. <laughs> Yes, this is Joe. Yeah. Oh, Joe. Oh, man. That podcast. What? What? What's oh. a podcast? <laughs> so, okay. Fantasy Eye. Is there... Blumhouses. Blum, whatever. Uh, do you have an affinity for this sh- property? Okay. That's what I was going to ask. What is Fantasy Island? I know, I know what it is. I don't know. If, well, I'm, I'm asking, what oh. is Fantasy Island? Uh, have you seen the movie Fantasy Island? I've seen the show. Have you... What? Then what are you asking me? Well, do you have an affinity for the show? Oh, do I have... I mean, 
it was on. Okay. We only had three things to watch. That's back fair. Then. So you, you only had to be better than two other things right, in right. order. I mean, <laughs> what be else? What was I going to do? Not watch television? <laughs> what is that insanity? Yeah. And this, and you also need to remember that Fantasy Island was a companion piece to the Love Boat. That's what I thought. And so you would see, you would the Love Boat would be on at eight o'clock central, and then Fantasy Island would right. be on. At nine o'clock, okay. Every once in a while, I would they cross over? I think there was a crossover or two, where you know, they're dropping off at Fantasy where, Island. Yeah, where they would, you know, the boat. I don't know. But, so basically, but I do feel like there was a crossover or two. What you saw in the movie is what the show was, like but, but for the I most mean, part. What, but you can't say that because this is a horror movie. I mean, what is, is the premise? No, no, no it's you not. can say that. This is not a horror this, movie. I was surprised Wait, at how faithful this was yeah. to the show. Excuse me, this is not a horror movie. No. There's a couple. Wait, what? No way. No. Okay. There's a couple horror elements. Do you, do, do you call uh, Happy Death Day a horror movie? Yeah. Happy Death Day to You is a horror movie. Sh- sure. No way. All, Happy, De- Happy Death Day to You is absolutely not a horror movie. Well, I believe I. I mean, it's how much money you want to bet if I go on IMDb? Well, that's yeah, one of they'll those classify sure. it that that's way. What I'm but, but that's the, the, uh, technically, I, there's no way this isn't considered a horror movie. No, if I, I go on Voodoo, it classified the searchers as a romance. <laughs> but there's there's people in this movie trying to kill people and they're running away. I mean, this is a horror movie. What what is this movie then? I mean, that's it has the, horror that elements. Is a, that is a great question. I, but I would I didn't. No, if you went to this wanting a horror movie, I think you would be. Which is how they marketed which it. Which is how they marketed I think you'd be very disappointed. Right. I, and I was I, very disappointed. I, you know, like I am. Um, but I, yeah, no, I don't. I this. Okay. The so horror we, elements of this are few and far between. If, yeah. if, if there's it's a mystery, more or less. A thriller. Yeah. Low budget action movie. Maybe. Because, you know, I mean, yeah, look, there's, there, people are trying to kill them and they're running. I mean, people's so I eyeballs guess, explode and black. Okay, so you've convinced me Raiders of the Lost Ark is a horror movie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, face melting is a little different. But face melting is way worse than what happens in this. They tear somebody's heart out. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, there are horror elements of this movie. I'm not arguing that. But overall, I don't think that this is a horror movie at all. And and honestly, it's a slightly amped up version of the TV show. Yeah. This is not a radical departure. If you, I was actually surprised at how faithful it was to the show. your 70-year-old grandmother to see this movie and didn't tell her it's a horror movie, she would be a little squicked out, but by and large, she'd be like, that's an episode of Fantasy Island. So, okay, so how, so an episode of Fantasy Island, someone want, wants revenge on people for the most part? They like, want fantasy. Sometimes? Yeah. Really? And, yeah. Then, and there would be like thrilling, they'd have to run away from stuff? Oh, yeah, and, yeah. See, I, I've never seen it. I don't know one yeah. thing about so, it. So, I mean, so it's it's an Aaron was it, Spelling show. Was it, was it so Car- Montalban? Ricardo Montalban yeah. played uh played Mr. Rourke. Yep. And Herve Villachez was tattoo. Tattoo. And he's the guy who I saw that coming from the a mile Oh, away. like on a highway in soon Kansas. As soon as I heard well, what his said, nickname got, was yeah. and I was like, "Oh, all yeah. right." But um uh but yeah, so like uh he had this island and every week you'd get guest stars and you'd have multiple storylines. They didn't typically thread together, yeah, like the movie did. But yeah, I mean, and then and and so you would typically you'd have, uh, you'd have like two or three different types of stories you'd get. You'd get um, a silly story, or you'd get a romantic story, or you'd get um, some sort of a morality tale where people would learn that this thing that they wanted 
it wasn't really, really what, what they, they wanted. wanted. Like yeah. you would, you know, so you would see that all the time and you would, uh, um, and then originally it was like, it cost like $50,000 to go to fantasy Island. Ooh. And then, um, which in 1978, yeah, you yeah. know, and then over time, they kind of it operated more on a sliding scale. So like they made sure depending that depending on what you wanted to do. No, depending on your means. Oh. So um if you didn't have a lot of money, the price would be a lot of money for you. But Oh, I so see. So you I had see. to spend a good chunk to get there. Right. But what that chunk was 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 determined would, on what you could do. Would vary depending on your means. I, there's one episode where where a little girl goes to Fantasy Island and she like literally like just hands over a piggy bank. Right. Right. And there's like ten bucks in there or something. Mm. So it's a lot of um, money to her. But for a little kid it was a lot of money. And so um so yeah, like you you would see all all sorts of things like that. And so um and so like this really kind of follows those beats. Like you have you have the one that's like the vengeance tale with the, the Lucy Hale thing. Uh-huh. And then you have like the kind of silly one with the brothers, right? And then you have more. Of Man, like, I wanted those guys to die so. Oh fast. my god, yeah, they were the worst. And then you have have the more of the like straight up romance one with, with Maggie Q. Yeah, with the other with the other lady. So um, no, I mean it's it's a yeah. I thought it was pretty. It's very faithful to the TV so, shows, amazingly so. Okay, so you guys have seen and, and watched the original Fantasy Island for sure. Yeah, yeah. And so, what was your off the cuff opinion, being fans of the show? I wouldn't say I was a fan of the show. Oh. Like it, I watched it. Like you know what I mean. Like it was like you're home. But you a, enjoyed it. You didn't hate I mean, it. You're ten, yeah. eleven years old on a Saturday night. Yeah. What do you I mean? It was for me. It was like it was a Nick at Night mm-hmm. show. Like that's where I would catch it. Yeah, I was like, all right, whatever. I same never, same deal. I never I was saw like, it in replays. I don't know how did, I missed this because one. it's an hour long. Yeah, right. And so oh. you don't get a lot of hour long okay. shows and re and repeats. There was for syndication a half hour version of the show where you'd only get one of the oh, fantasy. Sure, sure, sure. Oh, okay. Um but I don't think it got picked up very much. No. I don't yeah. think it was utilized all that often. But yeah, it's definitely on either on channel eleven or Nick at night. Yeah. Like the two that I remember catching. But the on. things that most most of the things that you see make its way into syndication, especially pre cable being desperate for content, right. were half hour sitcoms. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't you didn't get a lot of hour long like dramas. Three, three I watched I watched Bewitch and I Dream of Jeannie and right. I Love Lucy. Those are the shows I grew up with. Yeah, like I think the, the the perception was people wouldn't sit there for an hour, but they'd sit there for a half an hour, even though most people would sit there for two half hours. <laughs> right. right? right. Like, yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah, right, right. It's right. kind of really it's kind of a version of binge watching now. It if is. you tell somebody like, I'm gonna go see this movie, uh, it's three hours long. I'm gonna sit home and watch seven episodes of you. <laughs> Well, that's the same thing. You can just pause it. Yeah. So, I mean, I thought going into this movie, knowing nothing about the the property, I had no idea what to expect. And I thought the premise was really intriguing. I caught the trailer before one of the other movies we reviewed. So I ended up seeing some of it. I'm like, oh, they're okay. They're they've got a fantasy and it's going to adapt to whatever they want. But then it's going to turn horribly wrong and they have to get away from it. Okay, cool. But as someone who has never seen the show, has no love for it. I mean, I thought this was a horrible movie. It's not very this, good. I, this was terrible. Like, the writing is atrocious. I yeah, mean, it's it not. Is, the acting is bad. I mean, even people like Michael Pena, who I like, I'm like, it just, none of it worked for me. I thought it was horrible. I didn't think, I didn't think it was horrible. I struggled. I'm not going to call it horrible, 
but it was not good. And it was really not good. It was not good, and I didn't hate it. And I think the I think the difference is because I grew up watching the TV show. Sure. The TV show wasn't that good. <laughs> That's what I mean. You right? have some kind of yeah. nostalgia so for the like, show. Like. So like I, it means similar to Sonic. Yeah. You know, and, right. and so like I, so I went in knowing that this show was just mindless escapist television, right? Yeah. And it was never great, but it was, it it was iconic because it's it was so different sure from anything else that was on well, television. it sounds like it. i never expected i see i thought this was a weird like when people saw the trailer they said they're doing fantasy island but it's horror yeah like it was but that like that idea is kind of cool it right, is kind of like, cool i like that and a I, lot i think that could have been a really cool thing yeah like if you completely twisted it on its head and made mr work this evil crazy bastard right and right. you know but they but they didn't they did they didn't do that i mean honestly like like this could have been a script for the original one. They just updated it with a little bit more gore. Right. See, this is the what I found was this is the opposite problem that Birds of Prey had, where Birds of Prey didn't have to be R. This movie, if they're going to do horror, they should have went all animated R. So here's here's the thing: is Blumhouse has found success in this PG thirteen quote unquote horror market. Right? Sometimes, yeah. Most of the time, most of the time, they, more often than not, I would, they, I would they say ninety percent of the time they. It may not be the best movie in the world, but it's a but it makes money because the budgets are so low. Mm. So they found lightning in a bottle with um, Happy Death Day, uh, Truth or Dare. Uh, there was another one too, and I don't like. There was like three of them, like back to back, and they did really well. Right? You know why? Because those have good scripts. That's that's the problem. Yeah. PG thirteen horror. This is Bloomhouse trying to do a horror spin, and if well, it's, it's not, I mean that, that's their that's their jam. Like that's right, the, but yeah, that's their lane. But but. PG-13 horror movies are hard because if you don't go all in and do the gore and do the horror that horror crowd wants, it has to have a really good script and really likable characters. Well, I but and I I would argue that more than that, it needs a really high concept. Yeah. Right. Which this so happy, the Happy Death Day so, to You concept is... Yeah, but this concept's stupid. I thought the whole thing was stupid. If it had stupid. worked, you wouldn't have thought it was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but, it's, a, it's a good concept. It is yeah, a good okay, concept. I think, but, a, I think it's a good concept. Like, okay. It, because, but, because the other thing is... Well, the it, execution of the concept yeah, was really yes, stupid. Yes. If, if it had Because also, if it had worked, I mean, like, you can make these, and the only people you got to... You only got to bring two people back. Yep. Yeah. You know? Yep. And, and that it, it would be this ongoing anthology yeah. series, and, and that, you know, and... And that's part of what you liked about the TV show yeah. is like you would, you know, you would get these guest stars. You'd get Don Knotts or whatever mm. showing up in, in one of the storylines. That concept is cool because yeah. this to me sounds like a very Twilight Zone. Right. Very much like, so. And I very like much Black so. Mirror. I like Twilight Zone. So yeah. when you talk about the show, I'm, right. I'm on board for that concept. And a, a lot of times the show, I mean, it was kind of like Love Boat, but then sometimes it would veer into this Twilight yeah. Zone kind of territory. Which those would be the episodes where I'd be like, oh, not another romance one. But when it right. got to the, <laughs> weird, the more supernatural right. or whatever, I'd be like, yeah. And normally uh-huh. you had two stories, so one was mm-hmm. more like that, and one was more like the other one. And then as the series went on, because it ran for like seven or eight seasons, um, you'd get a little bit more and like these glimpses into the like that Mister that Mister Work has these powers, and you're just like, who is he? Why is he there? And they never really explain it. Oh, they do in this one. Yeah, do they ever give an explanation no. to the water source in the original show? There's no water. I don't think they ever is, is a water see, source. Just that's a, just a I, plot that, point. Yeah. See that that's that's what I'm talking about. I mean, of course, if if anything worked, I wouldn't be talking about not liking it. I mean, that's the premise <laughs> of movies. So, yeah, I wish it was better. But the way that they pulled this off, I think 
to the point, Joe, you've made this a lot of times where you're like, I don't want to know how something works. Like, you don't need to tell me, explain to me how something works. Yeah. I, that, that, because it's stupid. You, it was so you stupid. Lose, it's almost like I don't need to know what Wolverine was like as a kid. Yeah. Right. I don't need to know it. I don't care. Just give me you the know? mystery. And just give it, me with Wolverine. With this one, I wish that it was more of just some supernatural force that you can't explain but whenever they're like oh because here's this water source and this, uh, this gem thing with uh, the water I'm just like so uh. so again another cold open with this one where we've got uh, a, a blonde in a night not nightgown but like a evening dress it's the gal from mr robot right is that porsche double day she's oh, angela yet. from mr robot I've never seen it oh yeah i thought you watched that Mm-mm. oh okay Mm-mm. um being chased through the woods and she ends you know very uh friday the 13th esque where she's being chased. Oh, like a horror and, sequence? Yes. Hmm. Uh, so she's, you know, she gets captured, and then we cut back to these, our characters showing up on Fantasy Island. Uh, so we've got Maggie Q, we've got Lucy Hale, we've got uh, the two brothers and oh, the cop. So bad. Yeah, the yeah. two brothers, I was they're like, so bad. kill them now. And I yes. get what they're trying to do, even if you're trying to like be have them be caricatures. Yeah. But, they're just awful. So here's the best. So it's funny. The 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 big brother the the big brother uh, was in the Friday the Thirteenth remake. Okay, and he gets an arrow through the head, and I was like, "Can we do that again? Yeah, because <laughs> that would be great." Uh, they just weren't even charismatic or likable enough to be like, "Oh, they're goofy," but like they're really like like. There's nobody like there's, the the only people that I was even remotely interested in was Lucy Hale. Uh, and Maggie Q. Yeah, that was it. Everybody else to me, I was like, yeah, kill them all. I don't care. Like, you just, I don't care. Um, so we're introduced to Julia, who's kind of like the the uh, liaison between Mr. Rourke and, right. the, and the guests. He's Mr. Rourke's assistant. Yes, kind of. And the, if you couldn't see this coming from a mile yeah. away, well, I, mean, I didn't. I didn't on. think the wife thing, but I was like, well, there, obviously there's something going. Yeah, on. Yeah, but when 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 he explains, right, how he's keeping his wife alive, right, I thought it was going to be, uh, the adult version of Maggie Q's daughter. Oh, oh interesting. I thought that's where they were going that's for. That would have been interesting. <laughs> yeah, but you know, yeah, when he explains that he's the island's keeping his wife alive, and so you're basically bringing someone back from the dead, and then you see someone that has this mystery illness type thing. <laughs> yeah, right, right, that right. Is his assistant? <laughs> yes. I'm like, you know, clearly, right. Uh, so she basically says your your fantasies will start. Well, and if you watch the show, you know that Mr. Rourke's wife's name was Julie. Oh, I didn't even, yeah. Yeah, why would would, you, yeah. And it wasn't an ongoing thing. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. there were, every once in a while, there would be an episode that revolved around him. Sure. And then you'd be like, oh, that's. Oh, wasn't you know, he a Bond? Fa- was he a Bond villain? No. Ricardo Montalban? I don't think so. I no, Herve Villachez. Was, oh, was he? Was, uh, yeah, was in a Bond movie. You can see where I would get those two confused. Well, then Ricardo Montalban <laughs> was Khan. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. You're yeah, thinking okay. of Ricardo Montalban. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking of. Yeah, he is Khan. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But uh, Herve Villachez was was he? He was tattoo. <laughs> who was the guy with? Wasn't he like the sidekick of like the guy with the bowler or something? Maybe I don't know. I don't God. do Bond movies. But I, but he was in one. <laughs> you don't do Bond movies. The sidekick of the guy with the bowler. Odd job. You mean odd job? Sure. Why not? <laughs> that was the guy with that took me a yeah. second. Random hand, task. Hand job. Yeah. What's his name? Yeah, hand job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who throws a shoe? Honestly, um, who is Octopussy? <laughs> uh, well, that was Roger Moore. Was the Bond in that Ooh. one? I can't remember the Bond girls in that one. Oh. Ursula that? Ursula Andrews was Goldfinger. Kim Basinger was Never Say Never Again. 
Uh, it's been, you know, those older ones. I went back a long time ago. After I, I, well, I try when it, when a new one comes out, I usually yeah. Try to burn I went back at some them. point, yeah. and now I can't remember the. I the, can go backwards though. Like my Bond knowledge is you got to go listen to James Bonding. That's great. Fine. That's a great <laughs> podcast. They actually, you know, Matt Gorley d- did a Friday the Thirteenth podcast with Paul Rust. Really? And no, they I broke didn't. Down every sing like every single. And they just did. It's called "In Voorhees We Trust" with oh, with, that's with Gorley and Rust. <laughs> and now they're doing. Oh, he played Knickknack. Ah, and the man with the golden gun. There we go. There you so, go. But now they're doing totally a wrong. Halloween one uh, in Myers We Trust. That's fun. Yeah, only yeah. on Paul Rust is great too. Yeah, whatever. Or Stitcher. It's on yep. Stitcher Premium. Not a problem. I got it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Man, I was thinking about Bond girls, and I was like Denise Richards, Halle <laughs> Berry. Uh. So yeah, so they they all get there and they basically say, "Go to your room for the night. Your your fantasy will start randomly tomorrow." So they are all in there because they want a contest. Which yes. if you also watch <laughs> the show, if you want a contest, go it's to never fantasy. Good. If you if you if you end up on Fantasy Island because you want a contest, <laughs> that's not good. you ain't on there for your own. Oh no, yeah, it's not for you. So that was that's that's a way to get you on there for somebody else's right. fantasy. So yeah, I uh, I guess I didn't pick up on that because I was like, how did they get here? I somehow missed there was a contest. There was a contest. Like, they pay yeah. a bunch of money. It was like know. a just. It was really kind of a throwaway line. They say it. it, it they because, say it like yeah. as they're putting the lays on them. Yeah. Like, Yo, we, oh, know, okay. we all won this contest because it went right over my head. And the whole time yeah. I'm like, are these people rich? How are they? I don't yeah. But on the on the show. <laughs> like almost every time somebody won a contest at the end well, you that's find a great out, giveaway then you, they, they're you, fodder yeah you would find out that like oh, oh no <laughs> yeah because you because you would be like well then how is this person happen to be here to interact with this other one? Oh, because right. we rigged the contest yeah. right we wanted so. you to be here right um so yeah so we <sighs> and throughout the th- throughout the movie you are seeing glimpses of like dripping water from other things you know from you're hearing dripping water but then you also see this which burnt, if this is a rated r movie it would have been blood because at first, it's very yeah. ominous where I'm like, is there blood creeping, dripping from the doorway? Because I'm like, oh. And see, I went into this not knowing it was PG-13. Oh. So I oh got my out God. of it. I'm like, was that as, PG-13? As soon as I saw the Snapchatting piece of shit teenagers in the front row, I was <laughs> like. Knew. I knew. I knew it. God but dang I, it. I didn't know. I thought this is Blumhouse. It's a horror remake of something that I didn't think was horror before. And I'm like, okay. But that's making the thing it. is they did. They have found a lot of success in this because- yeah, once sure. you once you make it PG thirteen, you open up to a whole bigger. I know. Talk to WB. I get it totally. But with horror movies, again, and I, I think you guys are crazy, but respectfully disagree if you don't think it's horror. But I think I'm gonna this, cut your mic. I think this Blumhouse <laughs> movie is a horror movie, and I think if you're gonna do it, you you either go all in or you do something that's so good it doesn't need. I the, honestly, the I blood. honestly think they are, they save that R rating for their top tier stuff. So right, so they'll make. They'll make a bunch of money on the PG-13 stuff that they know isn't very good. But when you get to their top tier stuff, Halloween, uh, The Invisible Man, uh, whatever, like their rated R stuff, that's their money stuff. And that's what they save the rated R for. You know what else is really telling about this being PG-13? This movie is so stupid and (laughs) the the fantasies are so stupid, especially with those two brothers to where, you know what? This is a PG-13 movie. They did stuff for a bunch of teenagers to be like, oh, that's so cool, bro. Oh, yeah. We're at a party with guns and girls. That whole whole scene. I still don't fully understand what the two brothers fantasy was. I have no idea what it was. It was like to like... have a mansion like to get laid from a supermodel just like but, don't yeah, to go to a party go on airbnb but like, don't don't get laid by the supermodel like, yeah what do we all right yeah 
But it was it was it was so stupid. They were so bad. The acting is so bad. The script is so bad in this movie. And again, like Michael Pena is a good actor. I like him and stuff. I mean, he's good in comedy. He's good in the more. I just didn't stuff. think that he had the gravitas, the, the gravitas to be, yeah, he, for Mr. Yeah. Rourke. Like Mr. Rourke was very like charismatic and and like cool and and like suave and sophisticated yeah and like i didn't I even see the show and i knew the character was <laughs> yeah. supposed to be like michael pena does not pull off that i'm a mysterious owner a millionaire of this island right kind of. like there's just he doesn't have that element and he was trying to the way he spoke he was trying to pull off suave and sophisticated and it just didn't work for nope. him it yeah no nope. it, it, it wasn't the right casting i think it was really unfortunate so he didn't work there and uh, yeah, the acting, whether it was the brothers or the army guy, I mean, they're he was okay, but I don't know nondescript and, army guy. And I think the and, and and there's it's probably not even all their fault. I mean, I think the script is so bad in this that like they're doing the best they can with yeah. these lines, but it no. doesn't work. Uh, yeah, yeah, like they should have gone with like I don't know, Andy Garcia. That would have been Andy Garcia would have been a hell of a guess. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, what's he doing? That's true. Benjamin Bratt? No, Mark Strong took all his roles. Andy Garcia's <laughs> not doing anything. Benjamin Bratt would have been good. Yeah. Yeah, I could but see I that. I agree 100%. You Jimmy need Smith's. someone that can carry themselves. Yeah, I could yeah. see Jimmy yeah. Smith. They've got that. They're they're aged and established, and they have that just that presence. Sure. Yeah. 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 So uh, all of our characters, based, you know, they don't really know what's going on except for our two brothers whose room isn't ready yet. And so Rourke kind of takes them out. He's like, all right, here you go. And like, they go into this clearing and there's this massive You house. wanted it all. So here, have it all. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? You've got guys, you know, doing like the, the jet pack thing, the, the Iron Man thing where they're, you know, the stupid water jet things uh, and supermodels. It's not a jet ski, and a pool. Like, it's like those, it's the, the thrusters. Oh, I thought it was there's a jet ski. at one There's a jet ski. There are guys doing like those stupid Iron oh, Man. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh. Um, like the jet pack kind of a thing. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. And then you've, of course, now that they randomly thrown that the, the one brother's gay. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, like I don't guess. worry, bro. I told him you were gay. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, oh, oh, what? You don't have to build the. Oh, hello, models. <laughs> yeah. I'm. T- I did like the line where he's like, I'm. Mul- I'm. I'm more than just the gay. Th- I have multiple layers. And the thing opens up and it's weed. He's like, all right, I'm two layers. Like yeah. that's a. But that guy, I think that actor is very funny. He was great on Silicon Valley. I think he could be funny in a better movie, but again, the writing no, I agree. cringed at every... Yeah. And and also, it's like, first of all, my theater wasn't super packed or anything, but this movie got almost no reaction Zero reaction. anybody. Yep. The, none of the comedy hit. And we've talked about how important editing is for yeah. comedy. They hang way too long on too many jokes because they're expecting a pop, and it never comes because right. the jokes are horrible. And so this movie ends up being a quiet, slow, just it's just a drag because yeah. it's not it's not entertaining. They try they uh, the the way that they bless their hearts leaving in that pause after the jokes <laughs> like the, like they needed to pause for <laughs> right. laughter because it was just like no no one's digging this. Yeah. Well, it's, I also like what's the point of making this PG thirteen when like they're I get it from a from a box office standpoint, right? But the they but based it on a property. They based no, it on a property yes. that I mean. I'm I mean I'll be 50 this year and like this show went off the air when I was 13. So while you were peeing I said that like my theory is that Blumhouse saves that rated R for the top tier stuff right where like they know they're going to make some money on they're going to make their money back and then some on on the lower tier PG-13 stuff but when it comes to when where they're going to 
blow their wad basically is the invisible man is Halloween is whatever else they've got in the pipeline. That's like the, like the upper echelon of their. Yeah. Well, why did I get that? But, uh, but yeah, why are you reserving conjunction with this property? Yeah. Like I don't get, like I don't get like the, the crowd that knows this property, right? It can see an R rated movie. And like the little bit of fan service you get in this movie, there's really only three things that you're going to want from, from, Fantasy Island for fan service, right? Right. There's yeah, and it's and you get be, one immediately, and you get the plane. Yep. Smiles, everyone smiles. Yep. And tattoo. Yep. And that's you get it. it, and that's it. That and, and you so get like, and you get all you, three. You can't go deeper than that. <laughs> nobody will know what the hell you're talking. I guarantee about. you, in this PG-13 movie with the Snapchat crowd that Joe saw at his Ugh. theater. I mean, when when he says, "I have a tattoo and it says tattoo." None of them are going to understand that. They have no, no idea have, what that means. They have I no mean, clue what that I, means. I'm 33. I didn't understand it. I never watched the show. I mean, yeah. I heard, and I knew you guys have mentioned tattoo. Like, I knew it was a thing. Right. But it was lost on me. I'm like, okay. I'm like, oh, it's a dumb tattoo. It says tattoo. Like, I, you know, it just, that's As soon I, as he started calling him T, T and yeah. he had a tattoo that he didn't like, I was like, yeah. okay, well. Yeah. You're but the then they, and they would never say the word tattoo. Right. It that's was always true, yeah. ink. Ink. Yeah. Or, yeah. I was like, well, you're the new tattoo. Right. Because he never actually referred to it as tattoo. I got. I got some work done. His nickname or, was right. T. So. Yeah. So okay. So the the two bros go to this party or whatever, and they do their thing. And then we cut back to um, Maggie Q. I think who is her her big fantasy is like because she didn't say yes to marrying this this man from like five years ago. Um, now she has the opportunity to see what that life was like, and. Uh, the cop, he wanted to enlist in the military, but he never did because he was too afraid. Um, and his dad died. His da- so did they say his dad? Or did they? I always thought it was his brother. And then the revelation that it was his dad, I was like, okay. No, wait. I thought I always it was it always his, his dad. I'm pretty okay, sure. So maybe I unless I just part. assumed it, but I okay. I always yeah. took it as his. Dad. I I just thought it was his brother. You don't understand how you're too scared to be a soldier, but not but too the, scared but to you're be a, a cop. cop. Like what like, are you those, doing? Those seem like comparable uh, yeah you know, I, mean, I, don't, I don't think i it's, mean i think a soldier is more dangerous than a cop but not appreciably so that i think you could be brave enough to be a cop but not brave enough to be a soldier <laughs> right no, i don't I think, it, think i mean I think I somebody's not brave enough to be either but. <laughs> but yeah but i don't think it was that literal i think the fact is that his dad died and he lost his dad in war being a soldier i just don't think he wants that association yeah. it's not that he's not brave enough to do one it's the stigma attached to it well but he definitely wasn't brave enough to do it when we get to that scene, it's like, well, he wasn't brave enough. Okay, but he still is one. I'm saying why he's saying why would you be a cop and not a soldier? But I think that he just couldn't take the leap to be a soldier because of the stigma. Oh, I see. He I doesn't want to be a part of something that took his father away from him at a right. young age. So. And then uh, Lucy Hale's character, who is that? She was also in Truth or Dare. She was the the main yeah. character in that. Did I? I don't. Did I see that? I don't know. That's if the one see. where like they play the game. Like the, the guy, like they're on. Uh, we did an episode, I but think I we did. You might not have been on. I don't, I don't think I was on it because I don't. I don't remember. So basically, the premise of that is is she, she and her group of friends get suckered into playing a game of truth or dare, and be, since they've played the game, they are now cursed with it. And if you don't do the dare or don't say your truth, you die. Basically, uh, I've never basically, seen no matter what you do, you die. Yeah, and it's like it actually, it's not bad. Like yeah. it's a, it's a, it was. Uh, it's, Wait a minute. It's, no, that's they not get, the one where the they get like uh, the crazy grin on their face, like when they realize no, that they're possessed. So. What's the one where the uh, girl um, the gets in a car accident, but she makes the right decision, so the thing kills her? <laughs> that Is was the, the Blake one with, Lively one. Was that no? Was that the uh, the frat 
mystery one or my yeah, mom is all together. That was what's the one when the girl leaves happy the party? De- happy Black Death Day Christmas? to you. Was it Black Christmas? Oh, that's Black Christmas. Okay, never mind. Yeah, but ha- Happy Death Day is the same thing. Where she is in a car. No, I mean I know Happy Death Day, but, oh. but you know there, there's a car accident, but the boyfriend's drunk and she decides to walk home. Oh, that that is killed. yes, yeah. that's, that's a Blumhouse that's, too, right? Technically, Blumhouse is Black Christmas. That's yeah. well, it's Universals. That's one. I think oh. that's one of the ones that are like, hey, can you can you throw your name on that and maybe we can get some <laughs> money out of this thing? Okay. Um. So yeah, I didn't recognize her, but that's yeah, one of she's them. in that. Uh, which actually isn't bad. Like I think you know okay. it's fine. Uh. So we. Oh, her, she's so bad in the end. This the writing yeah, is that, so bad. That is, in this a, movie. that is a what a horrible, horrible, twisty twist reveal. So that's what I thought was that's that's where I thought we were going, but then when we get the reveal that she's actually just crazy, Ugh. and I was like, well, why yeah. don't just make her make him like her boyfriend and she dies and or he dies and now she's pissed. Like, why does she have to be? Ugh. Like I went on one date with the guy. Oh, yeah, wow, we, it's it's <laughs> insane. We can get there, <laughs> yeah. but the whole the writing and the performance was yeah. no. Um. So yeah. So her her fantasy is to get revenge on the girl that made her life living hell, uh, in high school and made her you know it was a terrible experience. She wants to ruin her life. Ruin her life. Uh. So we start with the brothers, like we said. They have their you know. So their fantasy turns bad when all of a sudden they find like a, a panic room and they find a, a garage full of guns and now these the rush this russian mobster who was just like man this dude is not joaquin phoenix dude <laughs> yeah. when he took off the mask i, I thought it was joaquin uh, yeah 100 <laughs> percent like that's ridiculous i i'm glad that everyone had the same thought yeah he, he was, I was on like, like sons what? of anarchy he, yeah. he i recognize i had that never guy. seen it but he pulls that off and i go what the hell yeah and then it I'm like, does oh. seem like though that this is a role that joaquin phoenix would do just be like yeah i'll do it why not <laughs> can i do a crazy voice sure i'll do it but to be fair, I mean, Joaquin Phoenix is pretty much only in good He also roles. just won an Oscar. So like, uh, I mean, he does weird stuff, but it's usually weird No, right, stuff. right, right. I know. <laughs> uh, so, like, now they're under attack, and then we, we go to uh, the the cop who is playing soldier, and he gets taken, uh, like, dropped in the middle of nowhere, and he's like, oh, man, this is great, and he ends up finding his dad. Like, his dad is leading this mission, so now he has to explain... Uh, why he's there lucy hale finds this is like marty mcfly going back and talking to his dad it is except he can't mess up the timeline (laughs) but they're dealing with the same thing where he's got a picture of him when he's young and he's trying to say like oh i'm your son but my son's only nine oh yeah that was 27 years ago blah 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 um so lucy hale finds this control room in there she thinks it's all a hologram and she's recording everything but like that doesn't make any sense when you get to the end I guess. Why is that? Well, like if she knows that it's all a set, if, if she, she knows, if she knows that none of this is a set, she knows then her whole thing makes no sense. Right. Because no none. one's watching her when she's behind the two way mirror. So why is she, why is she pretending right. about that? Is yeah. this? Yeah. It, that is why the whole thing falls apart and is so stupid when they get through the reveal because yeah, it, it, it doesn't make sense. You can't say, Oh, well she was putting on a show. Yeah. That's when someone else is interacting right. with her. But yeah, it, it's dumb. And also... This is on you, Kevin. I got to pee. She also has multiple <laughs> opportunities. Because spoilers, Lucy Hale is the bad guy. And right. The one that planted all this. And, just and so we can... It's all her fantasy. Yeah. And everyone's been pulled into yeah. it. Yeah. So now what's interesting, though, is that... So people got to... They get to live their fantasies while someone else... 
they're there because it's someone else's fantasy. I I don't know how does that jive with the rules of the show. Like so, like fantasies within fantasies. That just seems strange. they didn't do that all that often. Like the, normally, the, to the best of my knowledge, the stories didn't typically interconnect. Yeah. Um, oh, they tried to be clever and everything tied right. together in this movie. And yeah. so I so, but if they're gonna bring these people to the island, they have to think they're getting a fantasy. Mm-hmm. So, like they would get <coughs> they would get their fantasy, but they were really a role in someone else's fantasy. Okay, which seems like that's what they did here, too. Yeah, that's totally what they did. What's interesting is, to me, that if the island truly does give you your fantasy, I would think they would not even put you in a situation where you'd run into someone's murder fantasy. Like, I don't know. To me, it just seemed messy. Like, you know, like, if they're... if it, It's not like the island is faking them into their fantasy. They literally got their fantasy. Right. And I get that in a one-off story, if you get your fantasy like a Twilight Zone type twist or whatever, like, you know, be careful what you wish for. Maybe you didn't want this and they teach you a lesson or something. Right. But here they go to the island and they're supposed to actually be getting their real fantasy because that's how the island works. But yet the island had them all jive together into her murder fantasy. So I don't well, know. Because just... they're, they're only there because of her. Okay, sure. Like, so, so her fantasy is for them to all be there so she can yeah. exact vengeance. But then they still have to give them a fantasy to justify why they're on the island. Yeah. So they're still getting their fantasy. But then the island like kind of mushes it together so they get their fantasy long enough to think that they're there mm. for their own for their own purposes before... She gets her fantasy. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so now I have to snuff. So, oh, right. hey, Joe. How's it going? Hey, just in time. Oh, Ask a question just long enough to... Yeah. All right. So... Where were we? So we're still at the torture chamber. Okay. Yeah. So she breaks her out, right? And then uh, did they talk... Did you guys talk about the like the therapist, Dr. Torture? No. Yeah. So that was another thing that she brings up, but... Like, Why did her therapist have giant a, muscles and a, what, what? And a jaw what? sewn shut? Well, yeah. so she said that like there was a re- she referenced at some point that he would like she wanted to staple his mouth shut f- to keep him from talking to her. Oh, that's right. So uh, he's got that. But I was like, why is he jacked to the gills? I know. Why is that's her therapist? <laughs> why is her therapist Bane? <laughs> is that yeah? I was gonna say, is that Kane? Who is yeah, that? Well, I, huge... I thought I thought it would be a wrestler, but right? it was just like that's a, a role that a horror movie would <laughs> yeah. give a role to a, a wrestler for a big scary. Yeah, monster right, right, right. So she ends up is that Isaac Yankum DDS. Yes, yeah, that's uh, the mayor of Knoxville County. No mm-hmm. joke, he is actually yeah. a politician now. Kane, the Undertaker's brother. You must know Kane. Uh, the Undertaker. I'm sorry. I his brother not in real life well uh, okay the, just so the, we're aware if anyone i mean no wrestling storylines the <laughs> yes. undertaker and kane are brothers he burned his brother alive so so the the kane there's this big <laughs> seven foot three guy with a mask and long hair and creepy and red flames and everything going on oh yeah stuff. his former character was a dentist that named was isaac <laughs> yankum dds oh yes he was also he turned into a demon kane he was just, also the fake diesel he oh, was diesel too that's funny yeah Oh, Which man. is also a great name for a, a massage therapist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which one? Isaac Yang. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So she ends up, she realizes this is real, but she should know that it's, you know, it's like this whole thing where she's like, oh, my God, this is real. It's like, yeah, you you know, yeah, like, I you don't know like, this is real. None of this works now. You no, know? none of it works because she's genuinely, it's not, it, it's not an act. She's, she's genuinely concerned about this girl about the thing that she set up so, right so what it's like someone wrote this and thought, oh here's all these horror twists and turns and you know what would it's like it's like they completely changed the third act right and never, then they were and never yeah. yeah right and then at the end they're like oh 
so what what is happening we need a reason for all this to be going on oh my gosh she was the bad guy right okay turn it in thanks uh thanks for thanks for playing uh yeah so she ends up like tricking the big monster guy to uh cut off the the ring finger on her right hand because that's where the little electrode is and she shocks the big guy and drops toilet water on him and electrocutes him and gets uh this girl out and they take off and Michael Rooker is just random. Dude, Michael Rooker's in this movie. Like yeah. I was, that he's just was randomly on the that island. Was so when it, when I saw him pop up, well, first of all, I, I guess it spoiled it in the credits. Open and credits, Michael Rooker. But I'm like, and Michael. What? I didn't know he was in this movie. But so he is a private investigator who's been hired because what was his reasoning? Um, somebody got lost on the island and didn't come so, back. And okay, so he's so he's trying to figure out what is going on there. Uh, and he also is dealing with the loss of his daughter, so that right. carries on throughout the movie. Correct. And then, so he kind of takes the girls, and uh, the entire time, like this, kind of makes sense. Where she, this does make like this would make sense in the theory that she's the bad guy. Where I guess not theory; it's the end of the movie. Right. Um, where she's like, oh, I don't know why I was brought here too, and it doesn't make any sense, and I came here on a boat, and blah blah blah. So like her playing off to the to the to the girl other girl where she's lying to her. Well, like that, that, that plays. Ma- yeah, well, right. That makes sense because she her fantasy was to torture her, and right. she obviously doesn't want to get caught. Right. So, yeah. That so that plays. Of course, yeah. um, when you're with other people, you can lie, but when you're with by yourself, you who are you putting an act on? For? Yeah. The problem with this is like they try to do a Guy Ritchie thing, Tarantino thing, where they're giving you everybody's different story, they all converge. and they all start to converge, and it kind of like the gentleman, where it's like we should probably just break this down person by person, yeah. and then uh, so this is basically they get to. Uh, Michael Rooker says, you know, take this water back to blah, blah, blah. Take this plane, you know, and they'll pick you up. And then the giant not Kane from the WWF knocks Michael Rooker off of a ledge and they both. Well, he's he sacrificed himself because the girls remind him of his daughter. And so when he sees Kane about to kill them, yeah, right. He, uh, spears, spears him, him off yeah. the edge. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, so then we'll go to. Uh, the cop and the cop is, you know, the, basically he tells the his dad where he's like, you you threw yourself on a grenade in Venezuela. And he's like, uh, we're about a day away from Venezuela. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, so then the, and the dad is like, and this, I he's didn't like if you don't jump on the bomb, you're going to we'll never be born. I didn't. Well, <laughs> I actually didn't mind this part where the dad just kind of like, no, yeah. I don't want to die. And also, wait a minute, Here's here's one for you. He was the dad's walking away and he's like fighting him and then he was about to shoot his dad. If you don't jump on this grenade, <laughs> I'm going to kill that you. Was, that was ridiculous. But I did I like, like I He holds him at gunpoint. Wait a minute. So, if I walk away, you'll You're shoot me. You're not a coward. What, are you going to throw my body on yeah, the grenade? Right. Like, I'm just going to carry your dead body with I me. I hate then... that when they do that whole gunpoint thing in any movie where it's like, you know, you can't kill the person. That's <laughs> yeah, not intimidating right. because if you do that, you ruin your whole Exactly. The whole reason you're there. <sighs> so stupid so finally i guess the dad says okay cool i'll go kill myself oh i guess he says you're not gonna die this time because i'm here yeah basically so they they go on their mission uh maggie q kind of starts to live this life and she uh you know she goes to sleep with her with her then fiance wakes up and it's five for her or for the island at least it's five years later tell me that's not horror with that that creepy hand going over and I mean, I'm, there are definitely some horror elements. I yeah, think yeah. that those do exist. There are jump scares, but they're so this but they're movie, so random. Yeah, they are. you know. But that, uh, this is Bear McCreary did the score, which I I was not a fan of the score. I really don't. I mean, he's good, but I, is he, I think he may have done Halloween H two O. 
He's done a lot of good stuff. I, yeah. I'm, I'm not jumping off the top of my head, but I, I, think, I think he did. Yeah, he's done um, a lot of good stuff. So, yeah, so Maggie, it's five years. She wakes up, and it's actually five years later. So she has her daughter there, and um, her husband, she's like, oh, he looks a little bit older. He's like, yeah, five years later. And I, I was like, she hacked her phone? like, put all <laughs> And she's like having memories. It's kind of butterfly effect-ish. Have you ever seen that? No. Man, do that. Ashton Kutcher? Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Is that Brittany it's, Murphy? No, it's Amy Smart. Oh, it is okay. So yeah. the not Brittany Murphy. Yeah. I always used Amy, to... Amy Smart was popular. She hit. She she hit right at the right time with like Road Trip and a bunch of different stuff, and she capitalized when she could. Why, seriously, like it's worth your time. So Bear... it's, a, it's a cracked out Back to the Future. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I, I love. I love any. I've said it before. Time travel, anything involving time travel. And oh yeah, you're a huge fan of uh, Project Almanac. I like some of those elements. <laughs> Peggy Sue got married. <laughs> haven't seen that one. <laughs> But Bear McCreary did Godzilla, King of the Monsters, 10 Cloverfield Lane, okay. Battlestar Galactica, The New Child's Play, um, Walking Dead. Uh, did you use a theme for The Walking Dead? Because that dude doesn't have to work no boat. Yeah, I'm not sure he might have, but he does. he's composer for uh, 2010 to 2020. Okay. Um, Outlander, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. He's all, he's all over the place. Constantine. Yeah, no. That's Constantine. Oh, my God. Constantine's the Vertigo version. Get it right. So, yeah. Oh, Angry Birds? Well, there you <laughs> go. Hey, <laughs> tying it all back together. Uh, so, yeah. So, then, so Baggy Q realizes that this is not, this is great. This is everything she wanted, but this is not what her fantasy is. Her fantasy, she made, she made a wrong decision uh, that led her to say no, to put her in this dark place where she didn't say yes. So, basically, the rule is you can only have one fantasy, and... You have to play that out. You don't get a second one. Well, she goes to uh, Mr. Rourke and Rourke's like, uh, no, you, you know get one. You played Mr. Rourke? No. Ludacris? Oh, my God. I don't know. All right. Let me know what, what's your fan. I know, I see. know, I know. Uh, then he could ask them. I Each mean, one, he could have just sang that said, line. Said that every single time. Perfect. <laughs> it would have fit up. in this movie. They messed up. Yeah. Got that so, Fast 9 saga money. Yeah. He doesn't need to do these other projects. Uh, you pretty much have to have... Someone Hispanic. I feel like playing. Yes. Yeah. Jimmy Smith. Do man. you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Playing Mr. Rourke. But yeah. Cardo Montalban yeah, but is this, like. This day and age, though, I'm just saying, you know, they don't, doesn't matter who plays. Although when they did the TV show reboot in the late 90s, it was uh, Malcolm McDowell. There you go. Really? Yeah. Wow. Who was Tattoo? They were like, no, we can't do that. <laughs> was it a girl? I don't know. I feel like it might have been a girl. Hmm. That's where I thought we were going with Julia, I know he had but... a female assistant for a while. Oh. Uh, towards the end, okay. and then they they and then so they, Hurry Village has was problem to deal with on set, <sighs> and so he had a female assistant, and then the last season they got rid of him. Hurry Village has he just wrote him off, yeah, and he had a new assistant played by uh, Warwick Davis, Mister Belvedere. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, yeah. So. She kind of basically we she goes to Mr. Work and Mr. Work's like, no, you get one. That's it. We're done. Go enjoy your time with your kid that you've never had. Uh, so then she goes to Julia and Julia finally, I guess, talks her and lets her do the second fantasy. And we go back to the doors where she saw her husband for the first time. And that little girl was really bad, too. They had to edit. I can, uh, they had to cut so many times. Each line she did was a, a blatant cut. Yeah. She couldn't do more than one line. She, she just eh, that's whatever. I feel like, you know, I get what I hear what you're saying, it, but kid, kid actors at this point. Well, but fine. there are good kid actors sure. out there. I mean, I, I'm just saying that um, right is what it is. Yeah. So we find out this is where your stories start to converge 
is Maggie Q wakes up like she's in her apartment. It's on fire. She realizes that um, the the person upstairs is stuck. So as she's running up the steps, we see a JD and Braxton run down the stairs past them. And she stops and she's like, uh, what? Whoa. And they're just like, yeah, get out of the house. It's on fire. So she goes upstairs, bangs on the door. And she can't get out. So she runs downstairs, goes to the cop. And the cop, the cop turn, is turn, army turn, guy. Yeah, the cop is army guy. And everything starts to fall in the place where it's like, okay, all of these characters know each other. And then I was like, okay, Lucy Hale was the girlfriend. Like, that's where we are. So, yeah. So they they say later that uh, they their roommate was the guy that died. Right. And that they she, didn't that know he was there. She didn't. Yeah. Because he was supposed to be out with a girl. Right. And the girl is supposed stood to be. That's they uh, say. They say the girl stood him up. So, or no, she said no, they that. didn't know. Yeah, that. yeah right, no, right. they they just thought he was with a girl. So, but the girl was crazy pants. That's right, it was the, Lucy Hale. Yeah. Uh, so now all of our all of our stories are converging, and everybody's like, "Oh, it's Julia. Julia is the mom. Like she's setting us all. She's setting us all up." Uh, but it was they do kind of say when we first see Lucy Hale, she's got this picture of her and this dude on her phone, and she you know or her or like a like a framed picture and she's got longer dark hair. Now she's got like short blonde the hair. whole movie. She keeps seeing this guy that we don't Who know travels where. with a framed picture. I thought the same. Well, it's on crazy. her. It's on her phone. Crazy. She can look at crazy pants. That's right. But, but she can look at her phone anytime. <laughs> it's her background. <laughs> yeah. And then she has the same framed picture from right. her bedside. Right. Because, but to be fair, she's crazy. She is crazy. I mean, like, that is a valid. She's, right. She's insane. Uh, so you think it's nice touching emotional thing, but you find out she's crazy pants. Yes. Um, so now we should, okay. So the army guys converge on the party house and like that turns out the army guys were going there to rescue the two brothers. So now they, there's, they were taken hostage by those Russian bad guys, not walking Phoenix. Uh, we lose JD, the big white guy. I like the idea when when he goes and grabs their grenade. I like the idea. I'm like, Oh, it's all going to come back together. So I really, the only concept that I really liked was when they all came together that I did like how the fantasy started to intermingle. intermingle. Uh, so yeah. So now every, now every time one of these guys gets shot, they, uh, black goo comes out of their eyes and they get like face paint they look like yes. demolition from the wwe i mean every single person that's not a human visitor on this island is some kind of like, black goo creature yeah you know like a conjuring i mean there's a constant horror vibe throughout the thing where NPC. like pc <laughs> yeah right right right. they yeah. see you know just like the the w- woman's uh husband in bed with the creepy black arm that's right. coming like the goo and the crazy noises and then the people all have the the eyes that their eyeballs actually burst well, make enough crazy noises there'll be some goo <laughs> yeah. that's right but their eyeballs burst i mean watching yeah. that that was the grossest part of the whole uh, movie the, when the eyeballs burst yeah. and the the goo comes out of them and now they're unkillable like yeah. you can't kill them so uh everybody kind of meets back up they go down into the uh like the the underground where michael rooker took they the, follow the map or whatever right, right? and then uh this is again like so everybody kind of starts breaking off and they lose people and you see like the the one thing that you don't want to see is in the so like with the the mean girl it's your fantasy right? sort of well i don't think I it's mean, what you don't want to see it's they were able to tell what the fantasies are because that the water and the crystal is what makes the fantasy so each yeah. person when they look at it, they see the fantasy no 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 when they they're down there and they see like the mean girl sees the the mean version of herself or, Bra- oh, or Braxton sees... They annihilation it. They did like, annihilation They stole it. this directly yeah, yeah, yeah. off. 
a copy of the person came and mirrored her. Well, so that one did, yeah. Well, I know, but I'm like, that is that's annihilation that they just did. Uh, and then JD or like Braxton sees JD alive, and he kind of like your parents. It should have been you. Your parents hate you. Uh, the army guy has to fight his dad, and then uh, Maggie Q has to confront the daughter that she never had. And I was like, "Well, where's Lucy?" Oh. And the daughter is killing the husband in the yeah, corner. Smashing, his I killed head. daddy. I'm like, that was pretty creepy. Um, so this is so they make it through, and then this is where the uh, army guy and Lucy Hale kind of meet back up, and she starts gutting him like she stabs him a bunch of times. And I was like, "Oh, well, okay." But he's perfectly fine. He does get back up, and he was like, "I'm cool." <laughs> like they did the head fake thing, where I mean, she's yeah, she's gutting him, like she's stabbing him over and over in the stomach, right? And then he whatever falls away and then later he comes back he's like, like hey, i'm guys. all right <laughs> so basically uh, lucy hale lays it all out and she was like you know you did this and it's your fault and it's your fault this is my this is the reason we're here and it's i'm gonna kill you all this is like a scooby-doo villain it reveal. really yeah, it really so is bad. i would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for oh, that dog so and those bad. damn kids because immediately like we did throughout this episode and that's why i wanted to mention she was the bad guy earlier I just started going through all the things that made no sense. Yeah. As soon as she did that, I'm like, why did you do all this? Why? And she also could have killed these people so many different times. Right. If she's the bad guy and all oh, these people are I responsible. Oh, but I want you to know that was oh. her. That's, yeah. yeah I want you to good. know so why. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Bond villain. Tell right. them and then kill them. Like, yeah. But, that, but that's like when they make her even crazier, where they're like, she only went out with them one time. Like it yeah. was like, why not just make her the girlfriend? Like right. why does it have to? Why does she have to be crazy? Like why? Why can't I mean, she I guess just that be? Explains the craziness. I it's guess. not just loss. It's that she obviously is unstable. But yeah, they like she didn't even. Wasn't it going to be their first date? Like they talked online and got to get no. Got they, along they met. Well? They met somewhere and they got along. Well, they, they had a they coffee. Going, one time they were going this... out that night. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Um. So basically, Mister Wark kind of comes down. He was like, "Yeah, man, this is all her. Like I can't <laughs> stop anything. I can't." So who? Whose fault was it? Why is she blaming these people? So she blames Maggie. So what happened? Maggie Q. Yeah, everybody played some inadvertent right, right like role. So the brothers, it was the guy, the bo- the pseudo boyfriend, was the brother's roommate. Yeah. The brothers didn't go no, back. He was and there. Get, didn't okay. go back and get him. Right. They were gonna go back, and then they didn't go back. So that's their fault. Right. And then and she knows all this. How? I, I don't know. How does the killer know. know every action that the people didn't take? I have no idea. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but I mean, like, so, so the Maggie Q <laughs> left a teapot on that caught yeah, fire. Yeah, she, she started, started the fire. fire. And then, then the, the girl pro- knows that she had a teapot on. Now. Right. Well, well the, I guess you I would could pro- say that like, I think the fire- you would know, like, if, if the building burned down, there would be some sort of some sort of arson investigation to figure out what caused the fire. I don't think Maggie like Q went to jail. How, I don't think but she there would got... still, but even if it's deemed an accident, there it's would still, still be some sort of study. So like that one, I don't, I, I think is okay. Oh, I don't know how she would know that the cop <laughs> refused, refused to go, to go in. in and help. It's, it's a bit of a stretch. I yeah. think in either event, like the fact that she would know all these intimate details, of what people did or I didn't think, do. I think Maggie Q's character is the one thing that she probably could figure out from she, public records. She yes. could if they ever figured it out. But right. and in a whole apartment complex, if it burns up and there's evidence, and, well, all here, over, this, I just well, no. If 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 they contain if that, I mean, it looked like from when we, when Maggie Q runs outside and is talking to the cop, that fire is contained to one thing. Fair, Joe. I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't care. Just, just <laughs> I seriously, I'm not gonna argue about this. I don't care. Uh, yeah. So basically, again, uh. Jade, the no, the army guy jumps on the grenade, kills him. He gets killed. Um, 
we find out that does the dad live or did the dad no live? the dad dies okay yeah he gets shot remember? oh the dad gets well yeah he comes back but that's a copy one you're right yeah uh so uh maggie q tells the the mean girl she's like you could have a you could have a fantasy too if you just drink the water and she's like oh yeah glug 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 i wish you were dead and of course oh i wish you and david or whatever could spend your entire life together on this island so, so dave like hold up hold up hold up i thought that fantasy island gives you your deepest fantasies and they create it based on whatever your fantasy is that's the I way i think that's fantasy the, island's a, a genie and a that's lamp. the way it plays until yeah. this moment you can, right. yes yeah. so she can wish that's <laughs> not her deepest fan she may really want it but that's not her deepest fantasy well they also well, say you pick your fantasy like well, you, but she sees island, her fantasy remember she sees her fantasy in the rock right, where it's yeah. her getting back with her husband well no i was just yeah. saying the way it's supposed to work is that you select your fantasy so you could Oh. You could so she was able to drink it and switch right then. No, like, I don't think that. No, it's dumb. <laughs> okay, like I'm not arguing that it's dumb. I'm just saying that like it doesn't necessarily give you your yeah. deepest fantasy. Okay, it gives you the fantasy you asked for. Right. Okay. So you like your you know he asks you what your deepest right. fantasy so is. You, and you if it. you don't ask for your deepest fantasy, then you'll get something. Okay. Else. Okay. It right. doesn't yeah. have the power to choose for you. I get right. it now. Okay. No. So crispy McGillicuddy comes up out of the fa- out of the well and pulls. Uh, so she gets to be forever with the boyfriend. Forever with the, the boyfriend. She's, and then she, this is where she throws the grenade, and army guy jumps on the grenade just like his dad did. Uh, and now they're all leaving. Like, they're all getting on the plane. I mean, he's dead anyway, so at least he did that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean he should have been dead. Right. So. Um, and because, I guess, he broke the rules, like, his Mr. Rourke's wife also disappears. Like, the ring that he wears disappears. Yeah, he explains that he he's being tasked with giving everyone their fantasies, and if he interferes in any way, he doesn't get his fantasy, which is to keep his wife alive. Right, right. And so, yes, but the wife ends up, like, they basically say that she's in a Groundhog Day scenario where <laughs> yeah, right. she just dies every day over and over again, and he has to explain to her that she's the new assistant. Right. So he that got, he, I got, he got tired of explaining that she was his wife, but he's keeping her alive so that she can die every right. day. Right. It's pretty pretty. Dumb. I bet you like every four or five days. Like, he he explains that she's his wife. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, 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 it's cool. It's cool. At, at a minimum, <laughs> yeah, right. once a week, right. he's like. You're my wife. You're my wife. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm doing this for you. Right this way. Yeah. Have I got a fantasy for you? Yes. What would be great if she's like, no, you're gross, and he keeps pushing himself on her, and then she murders him because because <laughs> you can die in these fantasies. Yeah. I mean, we've seen the multiple die. Right. And so he ends up the, the main guy the gets main killed. Guy. Yeah. I did like the one line where he was go, like kind of like surf, like going through the fantasy paperwork, and he's like, most of it's sex. Stuff. Yeah, I did yeah. like that. That was yeah. a good line. <laughs> that was, that and that's Michael Pena delivering that line yeah. the yeah. way he should. And I do like Mikey Cues where she's like, can I switch it to some sex stuff? And he's yeah. like, no, it's too late. <laughs> uh, so all of our, our, our three remaining characters are getting on the plane, and Braxton, the, the brother's like, man, I, it shouldn't be. It, I wish JD was coming back. And he's like, you know, you well, can have one of your you're own. technically living in JD's Yeah, fantasy, you can so have you, one of your yeah. own. Uh, so I feel like, like that's but, such a. Oh, it is. It absolutely is. That's such a cheap, yeah, cheap shot. <laughs> so uh, you've got the mean girl on the plane. You've got Maggie Q on the plane, and the pilot is going to take off. And he's like, "Oh no, we got to wait for Braxton." And then JD comes around the thing and says, "Nope, he ain't coming." So uh, the plane takes off, and you've got Michael Pena and the the kid from Silicon Valley, and he's like, "Well, what do we do?" He's like, "I got to get you a uniform. You work for me now." He's like, "What's what's your." What's your Braxton? He's like, that's well, you know, I had a nickname in college because I lost a bet and got a stupid tattoo. You know, got I had to do something stupid. Then he pulls his shirt down and it says tattoo. And that's what. So I know that we're living in this 
fantasy thing and it's supernatural, whatever powers, abilities, blah, blah, blah. But I also think that's kind of messy with Braxton staying behind. His fantasy, as long as he's on the island, is that someone can come back to life and leave the island. Right. Like, I think that's a little messy. Yeah. Until, yeah, he goes and takes it. So, that, I mean, that guy's dead. Who is leaving the island now? A fake black goo water creature guy? No, I mean, I guess. He I mean, came back to life. Yeah, right. I, I take it as he came back to life. He brought him back to life. Okay. And as soon as, like, if Braxton swims too far off the shore. I mean, we've just (laughs) never seen that happen in this world where it's like, okay, so now you've got your fantasy it can do stuff on the island the island has that powers but right. now that one can leave the island and yeah but a, yeah the powers work off the human? island but yeah right. I, it's i don't know yeah. but that's how it ends there's no there's <laughs> no post credits my fantasy was for this movie to be over yeah i was not a huge it was you know it i was not impressed i liked some of the ideas in it but yeah man, i think was there a was a movie. cool concept of making yes. this into like a straight-up horror flick with you know if you get into the horror part of where your greatest your your deepest fantasy becomes your greatest nightmare. Yeah. Okay. I think right. that would have should have went all in R rated. Yeah. Crazy horror movie. You know. Yeah. And I think I had a more enjoyable time just because I remember the TV show yeah. and I didn't have a whole, I like the TV show was that great. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> you right. know, I can see that. I mean, you're talking about a show that had guest stars like Don Knotts and I don't know, Dom DeLuise. Like I, <laughs> I didn't go in with expecting a high degree of, you know, but their stories were probably a lot more low key than these some crazy stories. Not like, always. I mean, like you, you. But some of those guest stars probably weren't like running from you know zombie. No, I mean, I killer. mean, they I mean they they made you know 150 episodes. So I mean, yeah, you have all sorts of stories. Yeah. But like, but there is that supernatural element, right? There are they they definitely lead you to believe that Mister Rourke is you know a thousand years old and he's been doing this for a very long time. Right. And he was friends with. Cleopatra and uh, you know what I mean like it's like uh, you know like so I mean they, they definitely would have these moments in the show sure. where you're like whoa there's way more going mm-hmm. on here than than we realize correct and they, and they never really say what's going on although Ricardo Montalban's had said he always played it as and I thought this was as he's a fallen angel and fantasy island is his purgatory that's dope, and I was that's like, a "Cool idea." That's I'm like, you should have made that movie. Yeah, no kidding, that's, right? Like that's, that's I like cool. that a that's lot. Pretty cool, you know. Yeah, then now you can bring in Constantine. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is you know I I always appreciate you know Blumhouse. Uh, horror is one of those markets that Blumhouse is cornered. Like they, this is their jam. So yeah. anytime they get something that's not, you know, they're just doing they're doing their own thing. So I always appreciate a, uh, a horror movie. Whether it's good or bad, too bad and this isn't a horror movie. It's not a horror movie. It's not though. Like it's, but <laughs> you, I mean, you like, just were telling us you always appreciate one. It's I, barely a horror. It's, yeah, movie. yeah. I it's, mean, it's like it's it's in this weird kind of limbo or purgatory. If you you will, do that. It's like if you go to it expecting a fantasy island movie, you'll probably be put off by the horror. horror yeah. If yeah. you go to it expecting a horror movie, you're going to be put off by the fact it's, that it's it's not horror. There's enough. no right. hardly any horror. In it. I, and it's, and yeah. they and they've got. I mean, they've, the Invisible Man is in two weeks. I'm that, excited. That, that. Looks, that looks amazing. They I got, hope that is as good as the trailer looks because it looks good. And they've got Halloween in October, yeah. so it's like they've got two massive franchises. Yeah. Well, maybe one franchise. <laughs> one massive franchise, hopefully two. Give right. me another happy death day. Well, this one they made this one for seven million dollars, so they're still doing That's okay. what I'm saying. What did it open to? Did you Eleven. See? Yeah. Okay. So it, it was projected at fourteen, so it came yeah. out. You know, a happy death day tree. 
I see what you did there Uh, So well I guess that's it for this one Let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them This is Joe you can follow me on the Twitter at JoeyButts B-U-T-T-S 21 This is Kevin follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett And this is Tom you can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert Or on Facebook at Facebook.com Slash Tom O'Keefe you can find the show online Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers While you're there like the page join the group And of course check out our Patreon Patreon.com slash Real spoilers. So uh, that's it for this one. Uh, next week, I have no idea. Call of the Wild or hopefully not the Boy Two. I don't even oh. remember the Boy One. So I, I what's that? Not I, screening what, it. What's so. that? I smell. Oh, it smells like a, a deep fried taco. Yeah, yeah it sounds like it. <laughs> so uh, so anyway, that's uh, that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Alex wishes Torelli was sober. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.